everybody, and welcome back to the Lowdown Major for Season 1 of our beloved sports and also not sports podcast. Uh, We really hit that niche intersection of pop culture and sports that no one has ever attempted to do before, but we are really happy to have everyone back for our college basketball preview episode. Uh, As is standard for this podcast, uh, we cover college basketball of all shapes and styles, and with the season right around the corner, we figured this was a great way to kind of kick off the new the new look, the new season, and uh, extremely grateful for, to those of you who are coming along for the ride, whether you're a new listener or whether you're with us uh, for the past year off and on. Uh, we're obviously very glad to have you. Um, I am your host, David. I'm at DEPeterson61 on Twitter. I'm joined by, by my delightful co-host, Rhett. Go ahead and say hi, man. Hello. How's it going? Uh, who maintains social network secrecy. You won't find his Twitter. Today we are joined. Well, yeah, I mean, eventually. (laughs) I retweet your stuff, so. You what? Oh, my God. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is a betrayal of the highest order. I want you to know that. It really is. Today we are, of course, joined by a very special guest. He's one of the uh, fellow co-founders of The Low Major. Uh, He's a contributor. He's the man behind College Hoop Highway. Eventually we'll put out Basket Base. Uh, he's a very dear friend to both of us. It's Eli Powell. Go ahead and say hi, man. Well, hey. Glad to be here. Hell yeah. So, obviously, we've we've broken it out. Uh, today's episode is our college basketball preview for the 2022-23 season. Uh, we are talking specifically about the men's Division One game. Uh, eventually, we might look at doing previews and some sort of content covering other tournaments and other divisions, the women's game, etc. But for now... Stick into the news, the news getter, and that is uh, D1 men's ball. Uh, it's what we're all the best versed in. So we've got three strong minds here, lots to talk about. Um, I don't know. How are you guys feeling about the coming season? Let's start uh, with that. Know, I, I really appreciate the part about three strong minds. I thought it was going to be like two and a half men with that when it comes to. I thought about it, but I thought about it, but I'm being nice because because I'm ill. How well, yeah. That, I mean, high point is okay, mean enough. We don't need to. Okay, pepper <laughs> nine, all right. Hey, hey, you, you open the can't door. You, can't you fuck the lost streak to Gonzaga or something legally at this point? Oh, we can drink alcohol come January. Oh, my. Yeah. You can make all sorts of bad decisions. With it. Give it a few years, and as long as Gonzaga doesn't leave for the Big 12, it'll be able to rent a car, which I can only barely do. So. Ooh, that sounds fun. All right, so, yeah, Anyways. Talk about the uh, the new season excitement. Are, are any of us excited for our teams in the coming season? Well, I'm a Carolina Anybody guy, maybe? so yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I think UNC is a little overrated. I mean, the AP voted them at number one, which hey, what? Preaching to the choir. You saw what my <laughs> you saw what I ranked. <laughs> Three of us. <laughs> I mean, we uh, those of you who are on the lowmajor.substack.com will have likely seen our the low major poll. Uh, that went up the other day. If not, go ahead and check that out. We'll include a link somewhere uh, in the episode description for you to be able to see that. Uh, it's the three of us and a couple of our friends, including Preston Pack of the Wild Pitch. Um, we just we put together ballots voting on college basketball teams, and our preseason ranks just came out. Um, we'll, we'll get to that more later in the episode, but I will say all three of us voted Gonzaga number one mm-hmm. instead of North Carolina. Um, I would like to preface this before anyone decides to get angry about my poll, because it's a weird one, a little bit, I'll admit it. Um, 
I don't believe in preseason polls like at all. I think they're stupid and useless because obviously it takes time either for players to mesh with their teammates or to even figure out if a player is good or has hit their um, projected growth as a player because sometimes that doesn't happen. So I yeah. think all polls shouldn't happen until two to three weeks into the season. However, um, that's not how uh, media clicks work. So, yeah. <laughs> I have been peer pressured, and I am not afraid to admit that I am weak. Yeah. Well, that's a completely valid. That's a completely valid opinion. A lot of people hate preseason polls. Um, I personally, I didn't even know what I was doing until like halfway through my preseason ballot. I feel like, uh, I I went I went ahead and bought the the almanac from the three man weave and field nice. of sixty eight nice. crew. Really great resource. Highly recommend. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably also listen to the Three Man Weave because they're great. And honestly, looking through that, I just get the sense that every time, everybody around this time of year is just kind of like throwing shit at the wall and hoping that half of it sticks. I mean, obviously, if you're like Three Man Weave, Field of 68, and you're writing previews for literally all 363 teams, not everything you say is going to come true, but even the people in the know, like, are just kind of guessing. And yeah. sometimes you guess right, sometimes you guess wrong. And yeah, you just choose to ignore the, the wrong ones. Mm-hmm. But yeah. on UNC, obviously UNC played in the last game of last season and lost thanks to a very defective floor and no other reason. And here's hoping that all of their games this year will be played on, you know, normal hardwood. And they'll go undefeated 41-0 and win the title. There you uh, go. <laughs> in all seriousness, um, basically the same team. They replaced Brady Manick with Pete Nance. And Pete Nance transferring in from Northwestern is not quite the shooter that Manick was, but he's still pretty damn good. If he can be, like most or all of the player that Manic was and the players that stayed, your Baycott, Love, Davis, and Black are about as good as they were after the pit game last year when they flipped a switch and became like a juggernaut, then they are going to be a one seed, Carolina is. If this is the same team we saw from like the first half of last year that lost by twenty nine to Kentucky and got demolished by Tennessee, then I <laughs> like I, this is why you know, will be questioning things about I don't, I don't understand I don't understand how everybody like not everybody but I don't understand how so many people think they're like automatically number one I had them at number four which I think Brand is a little name, high baby. honestly but it's there's a like everybody everybody is comparing them to like last season UCLA I don't really see it because last like last season UCLA like they went into the tournament as an 11 seed like they were they were they were one of the last four in they just completely caught fire they made it to the final four by playing some relatively weak competition north carolina didn't do that north carolina they beat baylor in the round of 32 and then hold it <laughs> i'm writing that one till the, till the sun goes down i, I would but, like, North Carolina beat some real competition. They beat Duke twice, obviously. And 
you can see where there's some reason to be excited about this Carolina team coming back, but because it all happened towards the end of last season, there is some of that lightning in a bottle fluke sense, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to shake it off until I see this team play on the floor in 2022-23. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, I am a little skeptical. I mean, I, I, I will say I voted them second, but again, I don't put a ton of stock in preseason polls. There's going to be a lot of fluidity moving through these first few weeks of the season. And like you said, I think that if their team turns over as well as it can, if if uh, if they get that replacement for Brady Manick, then, hey, you've got a real contender on your hands. But the team was really erratic last year, and it took them time to settle down, and that's what gives me some trepidation when it comes to the Tar Heels is just, is this the UNC that we're getting? You know, very much kind of a Jekyll and Hyde situation. A little suspicious. I'm not buying into the, like, the number one hype by any means yet. Yeah, like I mean, I ranked them all the way down at 11 because I have much more... A single elimination knockout basketball is probably one of the most entertaining forms of sports available to us, but it is god-awful at telling us who is the better team consistently. Yes. So I, I will almost never say, well, they had a good run in the tournament, because to me that is just... They got hot at the right time, baby. And that to, that 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 is a in my mind that is a relatively lazy band-aid fix for what issues they might have. Um, obviously it's UNC, they have talent, and I do believe their coach is at minimum an above average coach, right? So with that talent plus his ability, he's obviously still learning how to be a head coach. What second year? So there's still going to be some growing pains along the way. So I think 11, that 11 to 15 range is perfectly fine in my mind for anyone in terms of their expectations. I honestly, if I were a UNC fan, and I'm always negative with my teams because I don't deserve to be, but I am anyway, um, I would be okay with a, a top four seed, honestly. I, I just want to show that he's consistent with his teams, and that would show me that he is he's improving upon last year's season. So... Obviously, if you get a one seed, like, congrats, pop the bottle of champagne, it's, it's coming home, but... See, that's exactly the thing. It's like, last year was, like, last year, North Carolina was on the outside of the bubble until, like, the last game of the season, the regular Perfectly. season when they beat yeah. Duke. So, really, even though they made that, like, insane run to the Final Four title game, anything above that feels like an improvement on last season on a broad scale, but because they also made it to the title game in the single elimination tournament, anything below that is going to feel like a failure. So, like... It's the curse of expectations. Exactly. It's honestly the curse of expectations. That's I why... Think, honest, better for, for them long-term probably would have been maybe going out in the Elite Eight. But then but they would then have lost again, the St. Peter's. Duke, so... <laughs> I don't know. It's probably worth it in the end to have beaten Duke in the Final Four, K's last game. So what do I know? Ether and Coach K is better. Like most UNC fans agree that Ether and Coach K in his final season was better than winning the title. Like, yeah, it's it's kind of embarrassing for a blue blood to say, you know, the Final Four was our title game, but like that's the kind of in stuff case, that ends uh, rivalries. <laughs> I think it's a special case. Speaking of expectations, and I guess lack thereof, 
Um, oh, Jesus. My other team's Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Uh, Minnesota finished last in the Big Ten last year, which is impressive considering that's a league that has Nebraska. Yes. They lost to to Nebraska head-to-head. And this year is going to be another transition year. It's Ben Johnson's second year at the helm. Minnesota guy, played for Minnesota, went to high school in Minneapolis, was an assistant coach at Xavier before he got hired in, I guess, kind of a an unexpected move. People were expecting like a Nico Medved of some sort, but Colorado State dropped a bag and he stayed there. Um, this year, or last year, I should say, they got two impact players in Parker Fox and Isaiah Enan, and they both got injured and were out for season. And everybody expected the team to be better when those two players came back this year, and they are both out for season again. Nice. Without those two players, Minnesota basically brings in a bunch of freshmen and a few transfers. We got Talon Cooper, the point guard from Moorhead State. Uh, Torres Samuels is going to back him up. He's from Dartmouth. And then obviously the bigger name is Dawson Garcia, who left UNC halfway through last year because of some family medical issues. And he's back home. He's a Minnesota guy. Dawson Garcia and Jamison Battle are basically expected to be the entire team, which I guess is a step up from last year when Jamison Battle was the entire team. Um, yes. Honestly, I, I, I'm not really sure how this team... This team has a much higher chance of finishing last in the Big Ten again than they do of getting a bye in the Big Ten tournament, which would be to finish in the top ten. They... They might finish ahead of Nebraska if things go right, but if I'm if I'm being honest, I think like in a twenty game Big Ten schedule, this team might win three games. This it's it's next year when I'm gonna be really excited because they already have two four stars coming in. I guess Dennis Gates is listed as a five star by some places, but consensus four star. And this year it's basically just a bunch of uh, a bunch of three stars and transfers trying to super glued the team together until the next year. So, David, you're also a Minnesota guy. What are your expectations for them this year? I think you've pretty much nailed it, to be honest. Um, basically what you touched on, you know, my expectation is, you know, 10th to 12th in the Big, in the big Ten. Um, I, I think we're better on paper than Nebraska, at least. I think we probably edge out one of Northwestern or Rutgers. But... It's not pretty. And like you said, this is kind of a glue year. Just get through it, and there's a bright spot on the horizon. But I'm excited. Ben Johnson is a talented coach. I think that he's got the potential cool stuff in Minneapolis, and I certainly hope he does uh, as a fan. So I'm positive. I'm looking positively towards the horizon, but I don't know that this year is going to be a cause for much celebration. So, Minnesota's, that's kind of my take on that. Minnesota is such a weird program, man. Like, honestly, it Minnesota is, really. is one of the programs that, despite being a Minnesota guy, I would hate the most to coach in college basketball because, one, it's not a basketball school. Like, basketball is, like, maybe the third most important sport at Minnesota behind football and hockey. And 
It's also a school that is saddled with high expectations from being in a large market and having a lot of basketball talent local to the state. And there's just so much talent that's never, ever going to go to Minnesota. Like, you're never going to get the blue blood type players. You're never going to get, like, the high five stars, the blue chips. Yeah. And Take, um, you know, Chet Holmgren. He was never going to go to Minnesota, ever. Yeah, yeah. He came up right in right in Minneapolis, at Minnehaha. There's no way were you ever getting him. And so that's kind of like you spoke to. Just It's a vicious kind of setup because it's really unfriendly. And it also hurts because, like, you're playing in the Big Ten. Like, the Big Ten is one of the premier basketball conferences in America, despite all of the memeing about them never winning a title in the past 20 years or whatever. Like, it's one of the best basketball conferences in the country. And if if Minnesota, if, if we're, like, if Minnesota was, like, in, a, in like, a higher mid-major conference, like the Missouri Valley, and they finished in, like, the mid to upper half of that every year, like, people would see them as a successful program. But because they are in the Big Ten, and they only make the tournament, like, once every three years at best, and they never, ever finish... Like they got a, they've gotten a double buy like once in the Big Ten tournament since I started following them. It's it's just impossible to play in this conference when you have so many other better programs and you're still expected to do well because of the talent that's in state. It's just, man. It's a very very unfriendly, just vicious setup because you're set up to fail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking on the other side of the Big Ten, um, I'm obviously in Ohio State guy yeah um i don't know what to expect other than holtman knows how to recruit but i don't really know if he knows how to coach very well uh especially at the end half of the season because it feels like every year at the very probably the last five you know six seven games or whatever it everything just starts falling apart every year without fail and we're obviously not going to fire him this year unless a complete meltdown happens so that's fun uh, because I fully expect my expectations is for them to to get off to a good start in non-con like they normally do. That first half of Big Ten play be fine, and then just completely shit the bed in the back half. And it it's so consistent it hurt. Like I don't understand it. I don't I I don't know if it's worse to have no expectations like a Minnesota fan, or to have the expectations and constantly be let down. Well, I can. The only way I can think to answer that question is by thinking of other Minnesota sports teams where, like, the Twins. The Twins have, for the past, like, five years, had expectations to win something or another and basically always failed them. Like, if, if their expectation was to win the division, they failed. If their expectation was to, like, make the ALCS or the World Series, they'd win the division and then lose every game in the playoffs. And that, it's fun until it isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it feels so awful. It feels so bad. You're like, you have hope, and then it's just dashed and crushed, and it's just... Like, we get to the tournament, but I never expect to make the Sweet 16. Like, that is depressing. <laughs> as, as a Big Ten school, to be like, oh, we made the tournament. Are we going to make it to the Sweet 16? No, not, no, no, not a chance. Not a chance at all. And, and the one time under him we had that chance, but we lost to fucking Oral Roberts. 
which is just fucking fantastic. Man. I just... That one hurt. That one really hurt. But, like, we brought in, what, four four stars this year as freshmen? So, like, we should, in theory, obviously, Keita Bates, Diop, and and we've obviously lost some other people, but... Keita Bates, Diop, he hasn't been there for years. Yeah, no, he's not. I'm thinking of the other... What, Washington, I think? No, not him. I'm such a good fan. I can't remember. I can't keep the people's faces straight. That's so bad. Uh, are you thinking Zay of Jones? Are you thinking of oh. EJ Liddell? Yes, Liddell. Okay. He's gone. He was probably he was definitely if not probably he was absolutely the best player on the court at any given time because he was also the most consistent. <laughs> because yeah, our so. guards have had a uh, had a very interesting tendency to randomly disappear during games, which is also fun. So that's that's great. But like the recruiting is really good. So maybe. Maybe we do. We don't fall apart in the back half this year. Maybe. I, look, if we can get a bye in the Big Ten tournament, I'll be happy. Right? Wait, you, th- you, you think that there's a chance you don't finish in the top ten? Or not a... Not a wait, double bye. Okay. Double bye. Double okay. bye. If okay. we get the double bye, I will That's be happy. Brother. <laughs> I keep... Yeah. Pre- this is going to sound really mean. I keep forgetting that everyone in the top ten gets a bye because my team is never in danger of being in the bottom oh, four. You suck. <laughs> I know I suck. <laughs> Literally, it doesn't even register in my head that that is another round of the tournament. Like, hey, they play games They play games on Wednesday sometimes if your team is bad enough. What? No way. But we also got... I mean, we had we had some transfers. We, we, I got revenge for my mid-major team because we took someone from... Oklahoma State, and then we took we like the Big Twelve. We took another guy from West Virginia who looks very West Virginian. Like he, if you look up uh, Sean McNeil, he looks like he's from the state of West Virginia. Like that is, if you have a mental image for an athlete from that state, it's him. Um, and then we took someone from an in-state school, so I feel a little bit bad. Poor, poor Wright State. We just jacked their best player. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sure you jacked some good players too from smaller schools obviously you only have one d1 in-state school we have a couple so we have two yes we spent it we spent our entire season zero talking about saint thomas yeah you are one of them that's the point right you can't steal from yourself (laughs) yes oh man we'd try if we could yeah (laughs) honestly Uh, it's amazing to me how much talent you have in that state that one you only had one d1 school for forever and and two you're not better at basketball <laughs> like they all went to wisconsin drink about yeah, yeah they all went to wisconsin or gonzaga has decided they like your players now too yeah they've took suggs was a was a minnesota yeah, guy suggs was a minnesota guy so and then i think and, uh, your best player this last recruiting cycle went to like i want to say like an sec school of all places which is like i'm terrible at keeping with recruiting i can't oh i'm so yeah. bad with recruiting I, the problem with recruiting is you have to care about one, minors, two, their decision-making, and three, have to not look creepy while you do it, so good luck. It's impossible for adult for an adult to do all of those without looking a little sus, unless they're, yeah, like, it, like, even if you're getting paid for it, like, even if you're on the beat of recruiting, like... It still doesn't It's still great. a little sus. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, wow, this 45-year-old reporter is talking about what this uh, 
17-year-old plans to do that will affect his life, you know, irreparably for the rest of the time. This is also why I stay off the message boards. Oh, God, I bet. I only, I don't actually even go onto them. I just go to that, may, may, wait, God rest its soul, Twitter, Twitter account, that message board's geniuses, because I just enjoy seeing, like, those, that is filtered, <laughs> right? So, I figure that's the highest quality cope you can get, but... Well, speaking of expectations, let's talk about two teams that we don't have any for. Uh, I don't know if you want to go first, Rhett, on this one, or if you want me sure, to go. Yes, this is the um, team I actually pay the most attention to, uh, which is somehow more uh, pathetic, because Ohio State is actually good at basketball. Like, they are an above-average school at minimum. Uh, this team is god-awful, and they hurt me every year. So, um, my alma mater is a tiny D1 school in North Carolina. Uh, called High Point, and it's in High Point, North Carolina. Um, it's just named after the city. It's not like everyone thinks it's like some weird military academy at, at first. And I promise to God, I promise honestly, it's not. There's like maybe three people at any given time on that campus who could survive the military. Um, most of the time, we we take a bunch of buy games, and then the next year we'll take a bunch of like D two or whatever games to like inflate our record so we don't feel as bad for ourselves. Uh, we. Just opened a new arena last year. It's a very nice arena. It is way nicer than we deserve. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is, that is our, like, hey, we might not win a lot of games, but we're going to put money into the program kind of pitch to get us out of the Big South. Please, God, I'm begging. Um, we uh, we have – we're going to the SoCal, SoCal Challenge, which I don't know if you know who's in that. Um, Central Michigan? Yes, and... Wait, are you on the other side of the bracket from Minnesota? Yes. I, I don't know if we're I on the, the, the I, bracket side for you, but it doesn't matter because we're not winning. Right. Um, but <laughs> I mean, we are in the same challenge to beat you. CMU. We're you're a better to. team. Are you yeah. sure? Like a clear 100, 100 spots almost. I don't believe that for a second. Um, well, I mean, I to be fair, Ken Palm relies pretty heavy on last year's numbers to an extent. Yes. And we lost point. our best fucking player to Oklahoma State. I hate the Pokies. Your orange is ugly and you're not an OSU. Fuck you. You're an okay ST because you're an STD. Fuck you. Alright, now that I got that out of my system. I to choose to make a mention of what shirt Fuck you, Mal. Now. Fuck you, Mal. Fuck your team. I'm so mad. <laughs> okay. Cool. Anyway, now that I've gotten that off my chest. Yes, we're in yes. SoCal Challenge. I, I fully expect to not win a game. Right? Like Tell I completely expect to just blow out i mean there's we are probably in theory we could probably beat central michigan like you said i would say we could probably stand up to tennessee state and cal baptist it would is be that your coin, side of the bracket i i don't even know what the bracket looks like because i just assume we're losing whatever whoever we're going against those would be the three teams i'd pin we we could out talent them in theory right the coin flip matchup would be csun right and I think we would get the doors absolutely blown off of us by yeah. Minnesota and ULV, you, and then you obviously get CSUN the or Tennessee would, State. The uh, I'm hoping Tennessee State, and then obviously the Salukis would beat us too. Yeah, but yeah. Yes. So if we match up by the miracle of God, enjoy your free win. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, we can't. Minnesota can't. But yeah, they're in the other but, bracket. Yeah. yeah, our yeah. like our our schedule says we get Central Michigan first, no matter what. Yeah, um, it's yeah. uh, it's really funny because we actually play at UNLV anyway, from my, my understanding. So yes, you do. That would be interesting. So I'm expecting that to be a loss. We obviously have what two, three, 
No, because Queen's a D1 this year, right? Yeah. I think so. the SoCal Challenge does it where you get, like, one campus game. Yeah, because Minnesota before, plays before Central Michigan, game. don't they? Yes. Yeah. Minnesota, Central Michigan. Uh, High Point gets UNLV. Southern Illinois has Tennessee State. And that would leave, what, CSUN and Cal Baptist? Mm-hmm. Actually, really fun that... that all three of us have a team in this challenge. I mean, you two are sharing one, but I think it's kind of neat. Yeah. yeah no. The lowdown nobody totally, figures uh, out how uh, MTEs work. Really, uh, really great content. Yes. yes. Well, <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite is that MTEs all don't have the same rules, which is great. Oh, yes. It's my favorite thing. Um, so but, easy. Yes, I would totally go if I had the money or a job. Actually, <laughs> the job, the job would probably keep me from going, to be fair, unless I got a job yeah. in California, but... Someone hire us. Yeah, please. Yeah. A little basketball for money. Um, a little basketball. <laughs> I want to see Depp try to cross someone up. Well, um, my my skills are more in not doing that. Um, okay. Well, yeah. so we've got Elon. Which I in my in the non-conference, right? The one team I want to beat, aside from the D twos, because that's just embarrassing, is Elon. That is our that is our rival. It's at home. I might go to it. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, but I would like to beat them. They're, from where I live, they're probably 30 minutes from me, and I'm I'm sort of 30 minutes from both. So it's definitely a uh, – it's not heated necessarily because it's too douchey where school schools, if we're being honest. But It's local. It is cool. a lo- it's local. Local. It's a you – know, what, what do the English call it? It's a derby. It's a derby. Yeah. Yeah. Posh douchebag northeastern derby. Nice. I'm sure all the <laughs> locals what? care. Kenpom has you winning every single game from December 31st to January 28th. I will explain why that is not happening later. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Um, Can't wait. We play, my, my, my cousin, my oldest cousin has decided she's going to North Florida. She got accepted and was like, I'm done applying to colleges. And I was like, are you sure? And she's like, fuck this. I'm like, okay. But we're Great playing mascot. them too. Yes, Great we're playing mascot. the Ospreys. That'll be fun. They, I expect to beat. They're really bad. <laughs> they're, they're usually pretty bad, so... Um, Furman, I'm expecting to get the absolute wheels beaten off of us. Um, Queensland win, UNC Wilmington will lose. ECU, we should lose, but you know, we have beaten them before. I don't And then I don't even want to think about conference play. I think we're supposed to be middle of the pack, lower half, which is about where I would pin us if I had a gun to my head. Do you think you'll win a conference tournament game this year? No. Well, I, I let me let me take that back. We will not win more than one. Oh, hey. At least you might get one. It depends. It depends on who we're matched up with, right? If we get like a yeah, we get like a Presbyterian or Charleston Southern or even an Upstate, we can do that, right? Or if we get like a but a long way. If we get a Winthrop, like, we're fucked. All right, like yeah. <laughs> there's no two ways about it. Winthrop will just eat our eat our lunch and uh, make a then spit it out and make us eat it, eat that off the ground. That would be not a pretty game. So, so the reason I think we're gonna be way worse than Ken Palm is. Right, so we have once again we have a very young roster because a bunch of our older players left for I don't even know the reasons, and I actually knew someone in the athletic department. Um, Rob Peterson the third left the team. I don't know where the hell he went. I don't know if he transferred. Or he's done. Um, Sanchez is gone. I don't even remember who the hell Carahair is. Uh, Eric Coleman's gone. Obviously, John Michael Wright fucking transferred. Um, 
John Michael Hughes, who was a red shirt, also transferred, and he's a former. Like, we literally had a walk-on transfer out. Like, how bad do you have to be to have that happen? Us bad. That's how bad. Um, in order to remedy that, we brought in a, uh, a guy who played at a college called Indian River State College. Um, I don't know where that is. Any, I, I don't. I couldn't even guess where that is. Maybe Oklahoma. Probably. I have no idea. Um, he averaged 15 points a game in not NCAA. So I'm feeling really not great about that. Although he does have a pretty high three point percentage, so hopefully that'll transfer. Um, we brought in a kid. I only. He's from Minneapolis. He looks like he's from Minneapolis. He's a freshman. His name is Liam Carney. Um, so I already know I'm going to call him a clown if he's bad. So, sorry, kid. Um, we have a guy from uh, a school called Southern. He appeared in one game for them. So, that's not great. When you're bringing in a guy who has one appearance to his name. And then, um, I think we also brought someone in from... Minnesota, of all places, actually. You, you did? Yes. He is like the crown jewel of uh, of the class, so to speak. So, oh shit. Yeah. Um... It's not great. We, uh, we still have Zach Austin, who was multiple big South freshmen at one point, um, and Emmanuel Izunabar and, and Randleman. That is probably our core but I would not expect much from this team at all. This is not going to... We are going to miss a tournament again. We are probably not going to win a tournament game again. It is going to be ugly again. It's the first year uh, for our new head coach, Tubby Smith's son, Gigi. Um, so I expect a lot of growing pains. Yeah, you um, you brought in Abdullah Thiam. I, I'm not certain I'm pronouncing that correctly. He barely got any playing time at Minnesota. I I did, I'm looking at his player card on the Minnesota website. I did see his NCAA debut, and I didn't know it. It was the, the double overtime shithouse win in the Asheville MTE over Princeton to win that oh. title. Nice. nice. That makes yeah. me feel really good that he, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, um, he didn't do much, and... Yes. The big problem with transfers at this level from like high majors, right, is that it's sort of a roulette wheel spin because they're obviously there's an obvious reason he transferred down so far, right? He didn't transfer down to the A10. He didn't transfer down to the Missouri Valley Conference. He transferred down to the Big South, right? So it's always a question of is he even worse than everyone thought? And I would say that is a real potential. So it'll be fun. Hopefully, hopefully a good fun. Well, yeah, we'll see, I guess. So let's go talk about Pepperdine. I'm sure that's a happier place. I sure hope so. Um, last year was not great. The team was 7-25 and 25 and won exactly one game in the year of our Lord, 2023. Um including a 1-15 mark in conference play and a first-term exit in the WCC tournament with its my favorite format. Um, but there are a few bright spots, namely, one, we were super injured last year, and two, we did not lose any of our big names. Um, 
John Zeta comes back. He's now, I think, a super senior at this point. Um, he's the old man of the team. Uh, Jade Smith, Jog Smith graduates. Victor Ohio-Obioha graduate. But they are both replaced, in effect, by Maxwell Lewis, Mike Mitchell, and Houston Millette, who are three extremely talented freshmen, all three of whom, I believe, landed on the WCC Freshman Team of the Year. Um, so it's a really bright spot. We had some kind of awkward play with uh, transfers. Both Keith Fisher and Bron Hartfeld left the team inside half of a year, so that would put us down on personnel. We had injuries. We had a whole load of shit happen. But looking at the schedule this year, I think there's opportunity for growth. We've got some pretty easy games and some tough challenges, obviously, away at UCLA. We get Gonzaga twice. You know, we're not making it easy, but our non-con, we do not leave California with the exception of our game against Grand Canyon, um, which isn't bad. Uh, and I think that, you know, you've got some real talent there. Millette, Mike Mitchell is hopefully going to feature more strongly. We brought in Jalen Petra and Malik Moore. They're freshmen. I don't know how much time they'll get, but they're both pretty well regarded as far as the caliber that we expect to pull. Um, Bubakar Kulabali transferred from USC, but again, he may see some time as a redshirt. I don't know for certain. We'll have to kind of wait and see how things split out, but it is definitely a strong, you know, four or five some at that front end that can at least keep us more competitive in games this year than we were last. And so I'm pretty excited. I can't lie. Um, I think that. Yes, there's going to be growing pains. I fully expect to lose a lot of games that I think we'll probably be competitive in. Uh, that's a very much a hallmark of uh, Pepperdine under the Romar tenure is we play we play down to our opposition, and every once in a while we play up to them as well. But, yeah, honest, honestly, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I think that realistically we probably come home 7th, 8th in WCC, you know, we're in that opening round, but maybe we pull off some magic like we did a few years ago and win a few games. Make it exciting. So, that's all I can really ask of the team. That's all I'm hoping for. Um, God, yours is so much happier than mine. <laughs> <laughs> it helps when player retention is a thing. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. I think I took up way too much time. How do you feel about Chicago State? The two independents this year is pretty fun. Uh, yeah, but I, one is for a really depressing reason. Yeah, yeah. Hartford is, we'll cover them throughout the season as it is their swan song. Um, and we will withhold our opinions on that decision for the time being because I would personally like to devote an episode to yelling about it. But Chicago State is the other independent. They were effectively evicted from the whack, probably for the best because it was a terrible fit geographically. Hopefully they get picked up by the MEAC, maybe the, the OVC, or maybe the Horizon takes a flyer. They're holding on to IUPUI, all I'm saying. Um, but for doing an independent tour, I feel like they're doing okay. Uh, they've got a couple winnable games on the schedule. They've got IUPUI, you know. I don't think they're incapable of pulling off something against Bethune-Cookman or Tennessee Martin. Um I could see them making it competitive with St. Thomas or the Citadel, UTRGV. They obviously have the, the two-way with Hartford. And then they play Gonzaga in 
March. So we'll see how that one goes. But I'm I'm excited. I really love the Cougars. I think that it's a fun story. I hope they make all the best things happen for them. Uh, they've got some real talent on that roster, and you know, I don't know. I think I I am excited. I think Jashawn Corbett is a talent, and I am hopeful that he can continue to be the the standard bearer for Chicago State basketball this year. You think they're going to yeah. win their conference, the uh, the brand new thirty third Division One conference, the Independents? I personally think they're going to go two and zero. I think they're going to take it out, um, but I am excited to see if I'm proven wrong. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. They they really shocked a lot of people last year when they. I mean that God, they finished with the same record as Pepperdine. That's depressing. Um, but <laughs> hey, they beat New Mexico State, which is real good, and so. You know, they've they've got the they've got the juice. So hopefully they make something happen. If you look at um, Ken Palm, doesn't do this because I guess he knows what he's doing. But if you look at Torvik right now, and you look at Chicago yes. State's Torvik page, it lists both of their games against Hartford as conference games because they're both independent. I just thought that was funny. I, in my giant sheet, I technically have them listed as conference games just because. To me, it's very amusing to crown a champion of the independence. Um, but hey, he's got Hartford as the dog, which rip. But yeah, that, that's kind of my teams, at least. We are, yeah, let's, okay. So we've kind of walked through at least our teams. Anything else that's got you excited for the season? How about that? Anything you're looking uh, forward to? Not the first day of games, that's for damn sure. <laughs> I, I I have a bone to pick with college basketball. I mean, what the hell are we doing? It is the I'm, first day back, and the biggest game for a ranked fucking team is you take your choice: LaSalle Villanova, right? George Mason Auburn, um, UNC Wilmington UNC. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Everything else is really fucking god awful. Well, like, you're you're ignoring be... you're ignoring Baylor, Mississippi Valley State. I mean, oh yes, yeah. I want to see a game that is going Pronouns to statistically and word. <laughs> it's going to statistically be the closest we get to seeing two D one schools play where the fucking margin of victory is a hundred goddamn points. That about, is what I. How want about to see you just stop being so back. fucking disrespectful? How about Mississippi Valley State learn how to play fucking basketball? All right, you know, I mean, it's not too hard to ask. Did they get a new coach? I uh, no idea. I, I feel I feel. Look, it's a bye game. I there. It is not Mississippi Valley State's fault that they are on the chopping block on the no, first game back. Like, it is let's Baylor's not get this wrong. Yeah. It is absolutely Baylor's fault. It is. It's Kentucky's fault for playing Howard. Oh, Michigan's they hire Fort Wayne. This oh, is the um, first day of college basketball why the hell have we not figured out to have a marquee welcome back hey, instead of games minor move issue, the champions uh, classic up do something come yeah, on I, celebrate 20, being back quit making it a walkover for these teams yeah the 24-hour tip-off was a phenomenal event and i think we should bring it back i miss it yeah it's just, that was it's genius so disappointing um, so good news for Mississippi Valley State, new coach, 
bad news, they hired UAPB's guy. And oh. his last season was, he went 4-21 and with Arkansas Pine Bluff in 2021. So, like I said, it's not Mississippi Valley State's fault that they are probably going to be the first team to just get absolutely throttled at the, at the neck. And I'm looking forward. I mean, I'm looking forward to watching SWAT games. They're always a good time, honestly. Like and they're always on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. Accessibility rips. The, it's so nice. The local announcers always are super into it. You can tell that the you can tell yeah. that the alumni and the fan bases like really truly care, even if like they're not ever going to be in the upper echelons of D one or anything, that like they beat each other. They win their conference. It's it's how college yeah, sports matters. should be. It's, yeah, and, yes. and it's, like, it really is, Eli. Yeah, I, like I said, I blame Baylor for this, right? Like, what is Mississippi Valley State supposed to say? No, we don't want this game. That will help fund our entire athletic department. Like, no. I mean, they're obviously going to say yes. And and the 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 SWAC and the MIAC, they have some of the most passionate fans probably in the country. And it's just a shame that the first game back has to be this passionate fan base just getting mauled to death by a relatively indifferent Power 5 school. Because you know the Power 5 kids are going to be like, well, we should beat them anyway, so... Yeah. It's going to be rough. That would be unfortunate. I will say, I am at least a little excited, and this isn't necessarily the beginning of the season, so... Apologies if you guys are going to discuss this in a later episode, but the ACC Big Ten Challenge is looking... He's ruined an episode. I can't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) How could you? We were hedging our entire growth model on that. Um, No, I'm kidding. Go for it. That's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I mean, obviously, the the game that I'm looking forward to the most is North Carolina-Indiana. Yes, that's going to be good. Indiana is... Um, I, I guess the best team in the Big Ten because the Big Ten is going to be kind of down this year, and they're either top ten or barely clinging into the top twenty-five, depending on who you ask. And North Carolina gets to play them in Bloomington, so that's going to be fun. Oh wow! And Minnesota gets to play Virginia Tech at Blacksburg, so that's not going to be fun. But I might no. go there because it's only a three and a half hour drive. So we will see. There you go. Ohio Love State that. gets to play at Duke. Um, we did beat K in his final season, so that was fun. But I have a feeling we're going to get just eviscerated. So um, the thing that I'm most excited about is that the one ACC team that is not playing in the challenge this year is NC, NC State, State because they're garbage. Yes. They're terrible. It's so beautiful. I Yo, love it. Kevin, Kevin Keats is a winner, though. He I is was a told. winner. Uh, he's a he's a champion of life. He he makes me feel like a winner. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm, I, what I'm looking forward to that is not my team in that challenge. You know, I well, I in a very sick sense of the word, looking forward to is Boston College, Nebraska, because that is going to be truly horrific. Oh, for sure. That's yeah, gonna, gonna be a really ugly brutal. game. Brutal. But we should probably we should probably hold some of that close to our chest. But yeah, the uh, I always love the challenges. Yeah, they're always so much fun. It's just a yeah. great like early season flavor. 
Yeah. I'm going to miss that, that American SEC thing that was, like, announced and has had, like, what, maybe one year before that conference got gutted and it's going to be CUSA 4.0. Yeah, well, we can talk about realignment in another episode. Yeah. yeah, welcome to the American SEC Challenge. Today, it's Kentucky playing UNCC. <laughs> oh boy, what a challenge. Yay! But, so do we have any, uh, any big surprising predictions about the season? You know, like who's going to win a conference that's like a surprise, or what, the fi- what our Final Four are going to be? I'm assuming your Final Four is just the top four you put in your poll. Um, so, but I don't know if you want to talk about that. Actually, um, that's not really how I did it. Um, I, my final four, and I put this, I will stand by this. I think that the final four is going to be Houston, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Duke. Okay. I don't think they're all going to get one seeds. I think that Arkansas and Tennessee are both going to be like three fours. I think there'll be some funky business. Okay. And uh, of those, I have Houston beating Tennessee in the title game. Oh. I have the Cougars oh. taking it home. Oh, okay. One last hurrah for the American before it dies. Yes. I also think that Gonzaga will bow out in the Sweet 16. I think they're going to get yacht. No bias, of course. No, genuinely. None. Oh, okay. Because... As much as I hate them, I can recognize that Mark Few has built a hell of a murder machine. Um, but yeah, uh, that's my prediction. What do you guys think? Man, as far as the Final Four goes, I mean, it's just a crapshoot predicting it before it's, the tournament uh, begins. That's, that's the way I put I mean, like, my prediction is always my top four in my preseason poll because it's like, these are the te- four teams I think will be the best and will be the best. Under no actual circumstance do I think these four teams will show up in the final four. Like, I'm just trying to pick the four one seeds at that point. I'm just going to throw four random teams at the wall. I Okay. Am... Oh, yeah. All right. Random number generator dot brain. Um, <laughs> San, Diego, San Diego State. Ooh, all right. Okay, we're getting spicy with it. Um, let's go with Creighton. Even though I All think right. they're a little overrated. Wait a minute. Yeah, I was, you don't like them. Right. Well, at least one team that is really kind of bad tends to make the Final Four at least every year. So that's going to be this one. <laughs> that's the most backhand compliment I've ever heard. You're shit, <laughs> but you'll make the Final Four. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, to be fair. Let's see. It's not going to be a Big Ten team. I'm just going to throw those out. Let's say... Oh, yeah. I mean, fair enough. No, no, no. That makes sense. Although this would be the year we get a Final Four team. Let's say Kentucky for Blue Blood's sake, and then uh, Florida State to rep my uh, rep my partner's team. Oh, yeah. That, that's go. my Final little, Four. San Diego little State. brown noser. <laughs> San Diego State, Creighton, Kentucky, and Florida State. You heard it that here is, first. I, that's, I, you know what? I hope that happens. That sounds like a fun Final Four. Yeah, I can with that for sure yeah if uh if i were to pick randomly not not the top four if i were to pick randomly, i'd go gonzaga because i'm a big I'm a big gonzaga believer um i really want them to win a championship just to show that a major team can in fact do it since Preach. the last one was what unlv so i hope they do yes. it um 
you know what? Kentucky just doesn't have that dog in them. But Arkansas does. So we're going to pick Gonzaga, Arkansas. You know, let's do UCLA, you know, uh, before they leave for the Big Ten. Because, you know, then they're going to suck again. That's just how that works. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think for my little my little surprise underdog pick, um, I'm going to go TCU. I think TCU. Let's go TCU. I like it. I like it. I like TCU this year, too. Yeah. So. I hope they make something happen. They're a fresh face. Yeah. And I like that. So that, that, that'll be my final four, I guess. That'll, that'll, so much thought put into that. Um, hey, we, well, we will come back to that at the end of the season, see what we're no, looking at. No, please don't. How about that? Unless I get them right now, I don't want to come back to we it. We will revisit this. Please don't actually time. make me root for Creighton. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know what? We're coming back to it just so we have to see Eli root for Creighton. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, Creighton. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, there you go, folks. You have that. Please don't. We are not responsible for any bets placed, any gambling done. Unless if, you win. Unless, yes. Unless you if win. If you have the perfect bracket off of our advice, we want to cut. Yes. So um, I think another important thing is, because obviously we don't want to go too long on this, but I think another important thing to mention is there are, because we did St. Thomas last year, there are yes. five new kids on the block. Yes, there are. New kids there on are, the block uh, so, had a bunch of hits. Yeah. Uh, obviously, last year, uh, for those of you who listened, we took some time and tracked the St. Thomas Tommies in their first year in Division One. We will not um, do this for all five teams. That's too no, much we will not. That is, yeah, it's a lot of effort. But, obviously, we are going to keep you slightly abreast of both the new kids and the two independents, just because those are weird ass stories and there's nothing this podcast likes more than those so i'm gonna quickly run you through each of the five new schools right if you want to get this kicked off eli feel yes. free to jump in absolutely um, sure uh, joining from i believe the st louis area is lindenwood st charles yeah, that's Missouri. correct yep if if yep. you uh if you read my article on logo realignment <laughs> um i hate them their logo it's is not ugly. a great logo it looks like a middle school gym logo. It is ugly. It's not good. Um, I don't know what to think of them, aside from they will probably not do well. Their conference isn't that bad that they're joining, which I'm, I was a little surprised in the first place that the uh, that they were invited straight up from D2 and they didn't have to slum it in like the horizon first. Well, I mean, they're looking at the OVC less... Yeah, Murray and Belmont. That 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 is true, but I, I still on run of play. I would expect that uh, the OVC to be better than say the Horizon League. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, basically, I will I will love Lindenwood the moment they update their their logo to not look so bad. Is that petty? Absolutely. Is it shallow? One hundred percent. Does that change the fact that I'm going to be petty and shallow? Absolutely not. All the best rivalries are built on petty. So, I mean, best of luck, but also please God. Fun fact about Lindenwood, former girls' school that went co-ed in the 1970s and began playing men's sports at that time. So, Also, fun fact, they have D1 hockey, which is cool. Interesting. Well, they have D1 everything now. So. Yes, fair <laughs> point, yes. <laughs> More schools should have hot seat. That's my point. Guess what? Dummy. All right. They're all D1 now. 
All right, you want to take the next one? Yeah, I can do that. Uh, Okay. The one person on this call who is not in North Carolina is going to talk about the team from North Carolina. I've actually been to their campus, too. <laughs> Look at that. So let's talk about the Queens Royals uh, joining the ASUN conference as part of what I believe is a movement by the ASUN to pretty rapidly expand. I can't remember what their original goal was, but I thought it was something like 20 teams in 10 years or something absurd. Man, the ASUN, the ASUN turns over like their entire roster every five years. It's, it's yes. the dumbest thing I've ever Go ahead. I'm pretty sure that dream is dead, too, because I think Liberty was the driving force behind that. And they're gone. Well, yeah, Liberty, Kennesaw, Jacksonville State, all gone. Um, yeah, and then obviously with the NCAA. Ooh, that is rough. That is three of the top five from their conference. Oh, yeah, and it's like, I, I'm pretty sure that is dead in the water. That's so to speak. But, yeah, Queens was the second school to join in the past few years uh, following uh, North or Bellar Mine, uh, North Alabama came up a few years prior to them. So you've got three kind of relatively new joiners. Queens, the newest of those, located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, that's why you'll often see them denoted as like Queens of North Carolina or Queens University of Charlotte, or I believe is the official name. Parentheses NC is pretty popular too. Yes, well, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the Royals. I don't really know what to expect, to be honest. I don't know a ton about them, but they have a really nice logo, so I'm hoping they can pull off some cool stuff. Yes, they are. Uh, the one thing I will add in is um, absolute powerhouse at swimming. Mm-hmm. Interesting. There yes, you go. Yes, they are very, very good. Our, our swimming compatriot will probably back me up on that. He would obviously know a little bit better than I do, but like my parents swam in college, and they knew about Queens. Like... There you go, folks. Yeah. Queens is picked to finish not last in the ASUN, a 14-team league. They're picked 13th. They're picked ahead of North Alabama in the preseason poll. Another fun fact about Queens, a former girls' school that went co-educational in 1987 and started playing men's sports at that time. How about that? <laughs> we got two of them. Cool. Seems to be a theme. All right, so I'll take the uh, I'll take the next one, or do Eli? Do you want to yeah. jump in? What are we on now? Southern Indiana. Yes, that's correct. Sure, I'll take Southern Indiana. The most famous coach in Southern Indiana history. You guys know who it is? Absolutely not. And not say I do. Bruce Pearl. Oh wow! Okay, all right. He all coached, right. How about that? He coached all him right, to a D two cool. title in the nineties. Did he have to leave because he caught, caught cheating? Is that why you left? I actually don't know, but I would not be surprised. Okay. So they're also joining the OVC, and from what I can tell, they're projected to do somewhat better than Lindenwood is. Yeah. Well, Lindenwood is predicted last. Southern Indiana is predicted seventh. uh, I was going to say, from from my limited understanding of D2, Southern Indiana was always considered a pretty decent D2 program. Yeah, they were some approximation of a D2 basketball powerhouse. They weren't. West Texas A&M or anything, but they held their own, and yes. they are, they're one of the teams that, they're going to be like a Bellarmine, where they're just going to jump up, and they're, it's going to seem like they belong in D1, and have always belonged in D1, so I'm excited to, I'm excited to watch some Screegles basketball, if you know what I mean. Oh, Screegles, Screegles, God, that sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great, but it's funny. It, it is definitely something. funny. Um, 
All right, I will do Stonehill as um, a totally not from the Northeast kid. I will take the Northeast college. I, granted, none of us are. To be really fair, good. none of us are. Yeah. I was born in Pennsylvania. That's that. Is that Northeast or is that Mid Atlantic? To be honest, it's the Midwest. It is not the Midwest. <laughs> the Lehigh Le- 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 Valley of the Midwest. Yes, that's We're not getting. Uh, we cannot get into this. I swear <laughs> to God, I. No. Yes. Uh, the Stonehill Skyhawks. So they got a cool name. It's not unique, unfortunately, but it is cool. They have a very, very um, blasé logo. I, I, I'm a big logo guy. If you haven't been able to tell. Um, I 100% make snap judgments on your program based on your logo. I thought Eastern Illinois or Eastern Indiana used to be good because I liked their logo a lot. They are not. Uh, so Stonehill, snap judgment, will not be good because their logo is not good. <laughs> um, it's, it's a small private school, which is very on brand for that portion of the country, um, especially the NEC, which is very generously considered D1. I would say they're not a particularly decent conference um it's a a small catholic school very i mean less undergrads than mine so yeah i mean i wish i had more stonehill is basically just the nec's replacement for bryant yes yes yes, and they just thought hey we lost another small school in the northeast let's just replace them and you know there's and any, there's any uh, chance that they could be just as good, worse, or better, because those schools are all just a clusterfuck. Yeah. Uh, one thing to note, uh, the NEC has a policy that reclassifying institutions are only eligible to participate in postseason tournaments for years three and four of the four-year reclassification process. That means that Stonehill will not be eligible for the NEC tournament uh, until 2024-25. Which we think is so, fucking lame. Yes, exactly. Resoundingly so. But um, that said, they were predicted last in the NEC men's basketball preseason poll. Um, Merrimack did get first, which is pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not expecting a ton from the Skyhawks. No. Stonehill. Like, like I said, I mean, it's, it's just one of those conferences where everyone is so bad that, like, literally one player that you've never, ever heard of in your life maybe is actually way better than you thought and probably should be playing at, like, I don't know, the OVC level, and he's just tearing that conference apart. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess this D2 school that just moved up is actually going to finish in the top four. Stonehill probably doesn't have anybody you've ever heard of, but they do have somebody who's related to somebody who you might have heard of. Uh, That was a little bit convoluted. But um, they are led by Max Zegarowski who is the younger brother of former Creighton guy and current G League guy, Marcus Zagorowski. Oh. I believe... There you go. I'm we have all the talent in the family. I'm looking at the Almanac right now, and they listed Max Zagorowski as second team All-NEC. So, wow. There you go. Hey, you know, maybe he's the guy who, who should be playing at a slightly higher level, and he just tears it up, and Stonehill is magically fourth in the conference. And then we're all banging our drums about how they deserve to be in the conference tournament. So, all right, yeah. you want to get the last one? The does uh, the one that's in the state you live in? I can absolutely do that. One moment. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, the final and f- the fifth and final school joining us is Texas A&M Commerce. 
And uh, gosh, what can we say? I will be honest. These guys moving up compared to was kind of a surprise. I was expecting uh, West Texas A&M to move up. It Everyone seems was. like the Amarillo, yeah, the Amarillo area has been lacking in a D1 school forever. They've been dominant forever. It seems like a pretty natural fit. Um, and then uh, Kingsville, too, was the other one that I was like, oh, okay. But Commerce made the move. They got the call from Southland. Um, and so the Lions become the second Texas A&M hyphen C school in the Southland Conference. Uh, joining Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, the Islanders, of course, the winner of the conference last year, or the NCAA tournament bid. And they're Texas projected A&M to do Corpus. it again. Yes. Yeah, they are the top pick. Commerce, on the other hand, lands seventh. They're one point clear of Houston Christian, nay Baptist, um, who somehow got a first place vote in the preseason poll, which is interesting. What? Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's up with that. They obviously had um, a very sad story with Darius Lee, um, who was their leading scorer and pretty clearly the top player on the team was uh, killed in a shooting incident over the summer, um, which is unfortunate for HCU, obviously. Um, and in a really cool move, the, the Southland did vote him the preseason men's player of the year. But, um, yeah, we are, when looking at commerce at least, uh, pretty strong in the Lone Star, consistently competitive. Obviously, the Lone Star is a very strong Division II conference. You have you know, West Texas A&M, you have Angelo, you have Kingsville, you have, you know, basically every state school in Texas. Yeah, I I would say, other than Southern Indiana, these are the, this school is the the next best equipped at to be competitive straight away. the transition and not immediately falling on their face. I would agree with that, yeah. If I were a betting man, which which naturally means they're both going to suck and the best team is going to be like, Stonehill or Queens. Or in my hey. nightmare, Lindenwood. I love a good surprise. Me too, but only when I predict it. <laughs> well, that, you know, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, that is kind of the new kids on the block. We'll obviously keep you up to date throughout the season. We won't be going quite as in depth as we did with St. Thomas just because there are five of them and there was only one of them. Uh, this is why. Uh, this is basically the sibling issue. So there you go. Um, but we will also, let's quickly run through our two friends in Independence Hall. Of course, I'm talking about Chicago State, who I spoke about earlier. But if we want to spend a little time talking about the Hartford Hawks, if someone wants to kind of take that on, I'd, otherwise I'm happy to run with it. Do yeah, no, to? I... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Hartford, very sad story, obviously, as we all know. The unfortunate swan song because the president is a giant walking human dildo. Um, and I don't know how to put it nicely, but I don't think they're just going to, I think they're just going to be really bad, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Um, so for those of you not up to speed, Hartford uh, was previously a member of the America East uh, up until basically this past year, uh, won their uh, won their conference to make the first NCAA tournament last year. Um, unfortunately, or no, sorry, 2021. But unfortunately, two months later, um, 
the University of Hartford's board dropped the department to Division Three. It will happen at the end of this year, and Hartford will be moving into, God, what is the conference uh, called? I don't even know. They've, I mean, they've got... You can already tell by looking at their schedule that they're just... They're getting oh, yeah, ready it's, to play a bunch of local teams. Basically. If you look at... It's the, it's the Commonwealth Coast. FDU Florham, Northern Vermont University at Linden. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know what a Houghton University is, but I'm sure it's D3 or something of that equivalent. It's just... Mm-hmm. It's a very None of them are all around. future conference mates, but... Um, yeah. Anyway, Eli, you were about to say something. If you look at the, the the graphic they put out on their socials and their website to, like, advertise their schedule, it looks like it was done in, like, 15 minutes in Microsoft Paint. It, it's embarrassing. It's clear that... I do appreciate... The, yeah, like, the people running, like... It, it's clear that everybody involved with the decision to move down to Division Three, except the president, is just so, like... They're so angry and upset at the administration of the university for, I mean, like, they sued. They tried to sue the university. It didn't go anywhere because they didn't really have a case. But, like, nobody wanted this. The only person who wanted this was the president of the university who hates sports. Yeah, someone got a swirly from the jocks in high school, and it shows. It's not like it's not like a Savannah state where they had to move down because of finances or like a Winston-Salem state anything like that it's basically just eh, I, don't, I don't care about sports yeah it's this one guy just being like well i'm in charge so fuck you and all of your happiness because it doesn't make me happy so deal with it yeah and it is incredibly disappointing um thankfully they were able to cobble together a full schedule obviously we will keep you updated on the conference conference in quotes uh battle between Hartford and Chicago State to see who is the one true independent. Um, Give one of them an outline, you cowards. Honestly, I think it should happen. Um, but it really is a sad story, and I, I, I want to emphasize that we're not making light of it because the three of us strongly disagree with the decision made by the Hartford president and board of regents. Like I said, walking human dildo. Yeah, it's shitty for any team to have to drop down. It's particularly shitty for a team to finally accomplish something as monumental as making an NCAA tournament and then be forced to move down. down. But one guy. Yeah, but it is what it is. Unfortunately, we don't really have the agency to change it. And so with that, like, there's not really a whole lot of point in languishing over it. We're going to obviously do our best to provide you with excellent coverage on them and Chicago State and every other team because that's what we do. But uh, it is something that should absolutely be, people should be made aware of. It's just that what's happening, what happened to Hartford sucks. And there's not really a nice way to put that. But let's talk about happier stuff. I don't know what else we have on the docket. Uh, but I don't know. You want to quickly run through some... Uh, preseason conference uh champion oh that, that is a good idea yeah yeah we can we can uh, wrap up. all right we can do no no explanation just yeah this you, yeah yeah explain that? Put your no, team out there. all right is so any, why don't is we anyone go down this? the ken palm list of, oh go ahead is Eli. anyone is anyone gonna make note of this or like put it in like a like a little spreadsheet can, or anything and 
if, if someone wants to get one up, I can pull one up. Otherwise, here, I'll uh, get one up. Okay. Yeah. Here. And I'll just, so let's just go down conferences by the okay. Ken Palm list. I have it up, so I'll just rapid fire. Uh, just give me one second. David, Eli, Rhett, and come March, everyone will get to laugh at us for these. So I'm okay right. with everyone laughing at us for this one, at least. Not, not, not the right. final four pick. That's, that feels rude. All right. So top conference is the Big 12. Let's hear your conference title picks. The Big 12. Uh, God, what I'm going back? Texas. Kansas. Is this, okay. is this regular season? Regular, regular, regular. Yeah, yeah, regular season. Predicting knockout basketball is something I hate doing. Okay, cool. I refuse uh, to. TCU. TCU, I love it. Okay, next up, SEC. Kentucky. I know I'm so I'm so creative. Lame. I'm going Tennessee. I know I'm lame. I gotta go Kentucky. Thank you for being lame with me. Bozos. Anytime. Bozos. <laughs> I know what I am. I don't care. I'm proud of it. Suck. Do you have hot Pick signals in your area messaging games. you? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> oh, look at this guy with his abundance of... Spam ads? Yeah. Yes. Can't handle me. Can't handle me. I have an email inbox full of them. Get, oh. get on that. Oh, my God. Um, Can you believe this guy? Anyways. I'm telling you. Anyways. Big Ten. Uh... God, I'm going to hate this. Uh, Indiana. Indiana's right. the only team that doesn't seem like it sucks. So You said Indiana as well, Eli? Yeah. All right, I am making it three for three. Two go brain Hoosiers. cells, one wavelength. Let's go. All right. ACC, baby. Uh, ooh. Uh, I'm, I'm going outside the box here. I'm going Virginia Tech. I'm going to... Dude, <laughs> I am so lame. Man, it, it's funny looking at this page on Kempom because it has Virginia's number one, which, pff, come on, jeez. Oh, my uh, God. Does Kempom remember you need to score points to win games, too? Carolina. Carolina's I mean, my pick. He's going all, all right. in. We love it. We respect it. Okay, Big East. Uh, Villanova. UConn. I'm going UConn here. Did you say UConn as well, Eli? I did. Cool. Brett, going with the Wildcats, Pac-12, baby. God, I'm not creative at all. Ugh. Here's another creative one, UCLA. Jesus Christ, I'm going to puke. <laughs> Brett literally just has a list of blue buds. Uh, yeah, so. I, I, look, the problem is... I'm not going to go there. <laughs> it's it's in my blood from, from blue we'll, bloods we'll let we'll do another episode where we can yell about blue bloods. <laughs> that is my We're that is already my over hot an hour. We don't need this, this double the length of this, this episode. This special premiere episode. We can be a little bit cavalier with it. <laughs> all um, right. uh, I'm going. I'm go going Oregon here. Okay. All right. All right. I'll pick Arizona. Arizona. All right. We have left the ranks of the power conferences. Let's go to the American. Is there any other team than Houston? Like, on, like Houston, honestly, no. like you could crucify me for going with the easy pick here, but is I there mean, any if other? If you believe in a Memphis team that has given you I no reason to believe in do Memphis, not maybe. believe. I refuse to believe in a Penny Hardaway coach team. I've done that yeah, three years fair. in a row or two years in a row, and it has burned me. All right, no, 
Absolutely not. Houston is going to run the table in conference play. They are not going to lose a game. Houston. Wow. All right. That I is should, a yeah. bold claim, but I love that. I, I, I respect I that. that. Um, okay, we've got another super competitive conference up next. Uh, we're talking about the WCC. And this is not tournament, remember. And can we Gonzaga just, won't throw this one. So <laughs> I move along I hope, and not even say anything. Yeah. Do we need do I need to ask? I'm going with the Packtown Pummelers. Um love I, it. I, I'm not doing that. I'm I'm going with Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, Excellent call. That. Yeah. Pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, Mountain West. Here's an interesting one. San Diego State. Uh, okay. It's got to be San Diego State. If Wyoming has Graham E.K. back relatively early, I could see them making a run, but uh, San Diego State's just... No one's going to score on San Diego State. That's my thing. I would love to pick Wyoming. I, I, I rate them really well, but uh, with E.K. out for an undetermined period of time, I can't I can't say that. So uh, go on San Diego State as well. A-10. I can't believe the Dayton Flyers are just so fucking ass. <laughs> you got a top 25 recruiting class and they'll mostly all transfer if shit doesn't step up Dayton's gonna win the conference God. Dayton yes yeah that's three for three on Dayton we'll go ahead to the conference USA which here bold claim not not really related to this but I think CUSA is gonna send three teams to the tourney this year UND North Texas is. and who I think UTEP's gonna win the tourney and somehow really? all three of them are getting in. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, look, delusion is not something I want to entertain here, okay? Well, like I said, tourney. But for the conference itself, I'm picking North Texas. I'm really high on the mean green. You're really high I just brought it out as Notre Texas. I fucking I hate myself. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm finally going to break from the, the vlog standard. I think Western Kentucky is going to win it. Western Kentucky, all right. I will be basic and pick UAB. UAB. I cannot fault you for going basic. (laughs) I've been very basic so far. All right, Missouri Valley, what do we got? Ooh, uh... I mean, it's got to be Drake, right? Like, with Loyola gone, it's got to be Drake, I feel like. Man... Southern Illinois plays a very Virginia style of basketball, so I could see them shithousing their way to a title. I don't think they're going to do anything in like the postseason, but I'll, I'll go ahead and pick them to win the conference regular season title. Yeah, I'm also going with Southern Illinois. Uh, agreed on the on the All right. allegations of shithouse. <laughs> We're going to need to pin this so we can check in each week so we can shit talk each other once oh, conference. Sure. Oh yeah. Don't worry. I can't it believe you be, picked them. It will be shared. Um, let's go out for some waxion. Is wax honest. really the next one on that list? Damn. Okay. They are thirteenth. Yeah. I, New Mexico State is doing a lot of heavy lifting. I think. Um, Interestingly, they're fourth. Grand Canyon is the one you're looking for. Really, I'm still going with New Mexico State. Fair enough. Yeah. I. I uh, I know they lost Chris Jans, but I still believe in the Aggies. They don't. They they haven't steered me wrong yet. Man, I am gonna go. I guess off board and pick Utah Valley. I know they lost Amac, okay. and so did Texas Tech. I yeah, just that was rough. 
from what I like, I watched a disturbing amount of whack basketball for a high major fan last year. And oh, in yeah. the East, no less. Also, <laughs> don't forget that. It felt like Utah Valley was just Mark Madsen is, I think, now with Chris Jans gone, the best coach in the conference. They're incredibly well coached. They have a really good home court advantage. You saw that when they uh, they played BYU. And I have no other basis behind that, but I'm going to pick them to win the conference. Hey, look, that's a perfectly acceptable reason to pick them. Yeah, I love it. SOCOM. Um, oh, God. This is. I actually live in a, a city that had a perennial SOCON challenger in UNCG. Now they suck now, so I'm not picking them by any stretch. Um, I'm going know, Furman. I thought they're. Yeah, I was going to say Furman too. Furman is probably. I think I'm going to get a nice up close and personal ass whooping from them. So I think I got to ride with them. Yeah, I'll pick Furman. Oh yeah. wow, that was such a that was an interesting one. We're all going to be wrong now. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Uh, Sunbelt, Funbelt. This one's always weird. I'm going Texas State here, local, and I think they're I think they're gonna stir some shit. Uh, oh God, I'm um, I'm gonna go nice and boring and say Louisiana. Now for Mal, you do have to specify which Louisiana you're talking about. Well, Mal is on my shit list because Oklahoma State stole my fucking top <laughs> player, so it's gonna be Louisiana. <laughs> And they're just going to have to fucking deal with it, all right? Putting you down for one ULM vote? I will hurt you, too. <laughs> the, the Sun Belt has, like, no good teams. Whoever wins this conference is going to get a 15 seed at best. That said, I am picking Marshall. I love it. Cool. Go herd. Yeah, talk about a football conference. Jesus. The worst rebrand in conference logos, the Big West. Terrible. Awful. That's so bad. Oh, is it that weird B thing? Yeah, the one that, the one that looks oh. like a butt. It's like a three. Like it's oh. supposed to be right both ways and it just God. reads like uh, shit. You know what? Uh, you know, take, take away their auto bid this year for that shit. Give it um, to the independents. I am going to go with uh, Long Beach State. Whatever the fuck their oh, name is a... now. The Long Beach State. The Beach. beach. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yes. Give me Hawaii. It's rough. Yeah, I'm all, I was also. I'm also going Hawaii. I believe in the in the Rainbow Warriors. I, I find the it hard Ivy to pick Iowa or Hawaii. I just it's just consistently they're traveling the most. It's always hard for me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Ivy League. Who do we got? Um, I'm gonna go Yale. It's very boring, but I have a couple connections there, so I'm just gonna dick ride them. I gotta go Princeton here. Okay. This is one of those, I mean, it's only an eight-team league. I think anyone except Columbia could win this. I am going to go Princeton. Okay. Columbia win it. Screw <laughs> us all over. Uh, okay. Maction with 1A. Maction with 1A. <laughs> You'll see why I'm saying it this way. No, I know, because I know it. there's long Mac and regular Mac. Yes. Um... Uh, I think it's, I, I gotta go to Zips. Here. I'm going Zips. Akron. I like it. Nice. I like the, I like the North Ohio picks. They're, I don't think it's, it's hard to go wrong with them. What about you, uh, Eli? Ohio wins the conference in a surprise and Jeff Bowles gets poached. Oh, well, okay. All right. All right. Next up, Maxion with two A's. Maxion with 
two A's. Uh, is there, I mean, I gotta go with Iona. They've got the best coach in the conference. Whether he's the most moral is a different question, but you know, he's still there. Iona oh, wins the conference to the surprise of no one, and Rick Pitino gets poached. Yeah, I think it's gotta be Iona. Conference tournament, different story, but the regular season. Uh, Rhett, finally, we're in your territory. Big South time. Ah, Winthrop. Winthrop, okay. I hate them. I hate them so much. UNC Asheville. <laughs> I hate them too, honestly. I, I'm going them. Asheville. I want them to pull that turnaround because like three years ago, they no, were No, no, absolutely not. Fuck water. them. I, they deserve to be dead in the water. Fuck them. What did they do to you? They have caused irreparable harm to my collegiate experience. I mean, well, they're not the one who has you like 13th out of 11 in conference tournament wins, right? That's sub state. <laughs> no, that is. Those are teams that are no longer in the conference. Thank you All very right. much. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you. I needed. I needed that reminder. And it's wins in the conference tournament. Okay. So. Yeah. Shall we move on to the A sum? Please. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Jacksonville. I will not pick Liberty. Which uh, which Jacksonville? The Dolphins. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, just Jacksonville. No, no specification. Okay. Um, I don't know, Bellarmine. <laughs> right? Is the ASIN still doing those weird divisions in the conference tournament? Are they still it's having- not listed on... Ken Palm like it was the past couple of years, so I'm hoping not. Okay. Well, if I'm if I'm picking the team with the best conference record, man, I I will I will abstain from picking Liberty, even though I think it's going to be them. But I'm going to go. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah, go. I think we're all in agreement that it's probably going to be Liberty, but I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with future Sun Belt powerhouse, the Kennesaw State Owls. Okay. Love it. Wow, Love they're it. usually pretty shit at basketball, so that is a Wait, huge did I say Sunbelt? This is basically who do we think is going to finish. I'm at, I'm at CUSA, not Sunbelt. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're all good, man. All right, Colonial. Uh, hmm. Well, not Elon, because fuck those guys. Uh, I'm going Towson. Towson? Towson. Towson, I think is how it's pronounced. I'm going to go Drexel purely because I was in Philadelphia last week. Go Dragons. And I was right by them. So, yeah, them. I drove through their campus. It looked very nice. Charleston is going to lose to UNC by, like, I don't know, a billion. And then they're going to win their conference. Love that it. seems like you might have an ulterior motive for hoping them to be good, but all right. I'm also looking at the CAA Ken Palm page and just seeing, like, the, the bright orange cell in the adjusted tempo column for Charleston saying that they're going to play with the fastest pace in the country by a mile, so... That is rather pleasing. That'll be fun to watch. All right. But it'll be fun. Summit League time. Oh, God, I don't even... I think this might... A Dakota school, right? I'm picking South Dakota. Oh, please pick North Dakota. No, I'm going to go South Dakota State. Damn, you should have. I know I should have, but I'm not. You do realize North Dakota's picked up last, right? Yeah, (laughs) I had some sort of English... (laughs) that you would try that on me yes there's a reason i don't listen to you it's gonna be the jackrabbits oh. and yeah. Yeah. i give it like two more years before eric henderson gets poached i can't I frankly believe he hasn't been yet but i suppose 
Needs a little more time to marinate. Big sky. We're staying up north. Grizz. I am going with Montana State. Shout out Kyle Cajero, man. Win one for me. Brett. Well, guess what? It's not even going to be uh, Montana. It's going to be UNC. The real UNC. Who also got in trouble for academic violations once upon a time. Northern Colorado. <laughs> Alrighty, what's next? Patriot League. Go Marco. Uh, toothpaste. Go Colgate. Yeah, Colgate. Colgate. Eli? It's it's gotta be Colgate, right? Like I I should sure think so. I think Boston's actually the, the favorite right now. Are they really? I'm a big Lafayette oh. guy myself, having grown up in Easton, but um, as far as I'm aware they are picked to finish last, so I don't think, yeah, I was going to say. It's not going to be Lafayette. I'll pick Colgate. Horizon League. I'm going I'm going Fort Wayne here. As much as I want to go ooey pooey. <laughs> you still get one of those disgusting Indiana slash Purdue teams, so it's fine. I'm going to go NKU because I'm going to pick the uh, Skyline enjoying uh, team. Fair enough. Eli? Give me the Penguins of Youngtown State. Love it. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, that's going to be a fun conference. America East. Uh, is there anyone else? Um, Vermont. I'll take Lowell. I was going to say, I'm going Lowell this year. Um, we ask LOLL. Not so oh, fast. Yeah, Lowell. <laughs> God. Surprising, actually, they're this high. I think it's the highest I've been in a while. The MIAC. Wow, I'm surprised. Don't we have at least two other non-HBC conferences? We have three of them. We have three of them, yeah. Three of them? Holy shit. Technically four if you count the independents. I do not count the independents. They're not even bottom five if you count the independents. I do not count the independents. Count the (laughs) independents. I do not count the independents. You should. Okay, anyways. I, I, I won't. Um, I'm going to go with Morgan State. I love the bitch slap bear. Action with me. <laughs> oh my god, bitch slap bear. Dude, I love that logo it's so it's much. Such a good logo. It's awesome. I'm going Howard. They're going to get bitch slapped by the bear. I'm just telling you right now. Can't wait. I'll take Norfolk State. Okay. Surprised you didn't go oh. with your local NCCU. I would like to, but it feels like Norfolk State is the favorite to win this thing pretty much every year, and they usually win it. So, yeah. look at him using facts and logic. What a I wanted to pick loser. Coppin, but that's mostly just because Coppin plays like twenty games in the first Coppin L three State. weeks in the state. Three, All right, what's three next? Weeks. Oh my god, I can't talk. Ohio Valley. Oh, Jesus! Honestly, I forgot about that. <laughs> I am going a little wild here. I'm going. SIU Edwardsville. Oh, Suey. Christ, that... Why? That's so... That's so ugly, dude. Um, <laughs> the winner of this conference is going to get a 16 seed. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, Moorhead State, I guess? Haha, blowjob joke wins? Eh. I'm looking oh my at... God. I opened up the Ken Palm page to get a better idea, and Southern Indiana is listed second in the conference. I don't think they're going to win. Um, It'd be funny if they did, though. 
I'm going to go with Tennessee State. Make it. Oh, by the way, Rhett, if you wanted a, a if you wanted an oral joke, Oral Roberts was no, no, I no, don't remind them of me existing, please, God, no, stop, fuck, God damn it, no. <laughs> your favorite, your favorite underdog. Hate him, hate uh, him, hate him, hate him, hate him, fuck him, hate him, hate him. NEC time, baby. NEC, oh, yes. friends. Uh, okay, I'm I'm going way out of the box here. St. Francis, New York. Okay, all right, all right. Do you, do you okay, any, I was gonna go St. Francis, PA. Do you have St. Francis, New York, leaving the Never Made the Tournament Club? No, I think we're gonna get fucked. They're gonna but. they're gonna lose in the tournament then. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they'll get a one seed and then get absolutely bounced by like Central Connecticut. Well, um, I'm gonna go with the favorite, which is Wagner. That was probably the smart call. I think the favorite's actually Merrimack. The favorite who can actually play in the tournament. Oh, Merrimack well, can play fair the- enough. Yeah. My favorite thing with the NEC is that like the one seed almost never wins their conference tournament, and by my favorite, I mean it's the part I hate the most. I think it's delightful. I uh, think it's miserable for the team that did the best all season to get fucked like that. I, I What it's I'm hearing is that single. you love the triple ladder. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. I'll, I'll throttle you. <laughs> I, I, I will. mean, it, it rewards uh, regular season play. I mean, that, Don't you know, even say it. Don't even say it. I'm it's a bad saying, format, and you should feel ashamed for liking it. I just saying, you know, it, it helps uh, <laughs> it helps reward teams for playing well in the regular season. Oh, screw you. Southland Conference. Uh, I would say Nichols, but I'm gonna go with um, New Orleans. Man, go with New Orleans. Who did you say, David? Uh, he was like, I'm gonna. I was thinking about going with Nichols, and I said Dimes. Oh, but yeah, haha, terrible, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. um, <laughs> You're not even a father, all right? You're not allowed to make that joke, okay? God, I hope I'm not. Um. Surprised. Who even is in this conference that I want to like, pick? Both of the Texas a I'm going Corpus. Um, you know what? Give me Commerce in their first year. Oh, wow. Okay. There we right. go. That's some, that's some he, spicy. Eli just I went, like I know that. nothing about this conference, so we're going balls to the wall. You know it. And, all right, two to go, folks. Swack. Texas Southern. I'm picking big here. I'm going Bethune. All right. Okay. This, it feels like such a foregone conclusion over here that it's Texas Southern's conference. I'm going to go with regular Spirit. Southern, the one who plays in Baton Rouge. Love it. Cool. Okay. All right. And a really hard choice here, folks. Independence. Jesus Christ. Chicago <laughs> State, unironically. I don't think Hartford yeah, is Yeah, I time. honestly... I... There's no way there's anyone really of D1 quality even left on Hartford at this point, so I'm going to go with Chicago State. All right, so our unanimous vote winners here, Houston, Gonzaga, San Diego State, Dayton, Furman, and Colgate, and Chicago State. I'm not counting Chicago State. Pretty it's good. Not a conference. Fuck you. I'm counting it. It's not a conference. I have the sheet. I have you the sheet. Can't, you can't. It's two teams. It. it can't be a conference. <laughs> if you finish first of two, you still finish first. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, 
uh, we're done with that shit house already. Um, yeah, folks, we will publish that list at some some point somewhere. Maybe we'll see. I don't want anyone to yell at us, but um, I do. Come back in March, and you can definitely your laugh at us. To That's the whole point of putting your takes out there is for people to yell at you. Exactly, yes, and true. to have your social media be known, dummy. <laughs> That's true. That's a sucker. I have your Twitter account open. Yeah, I know you, you do. Just take right, me tapping over and bastard. reading out that sweet little app there. All right, look, oh. just because you want everyone to see how great my hair is. It is great hair. But that's not what we're hair. talking about on this podcast. Uh, let's kind of I mean, close things. We do occasionally talk about stuff bit. like that. We do. But we're in season mode, and that's more dumb boys content. That We try and reserve that for holidays and off seasons. So, Okay. Good thing you do a very nice job, so we can immediately derail. We can it from, do a footy episode. We can immediately yeah, derail it from basketball back into soccer. But while we're still on basketball, let's try and hold our grip here. Uh, let's okay. First week of play. I don't know who your teams have. I don't. I mean, I have this big sheet, but I, I, I'm lazy. What games are you excited for? What's got your eye early on? Whether it's your team, another team, any games that are just like, damn, this could be fun. Well, High Point plays at D2 school, which will probably win, so I'll feel good about that. That'll be fun. Um, I think it's I think Pfeiffer. Probably. It's Pfeiffer. Yeah, playing. that sounds right. That so, sounds right. Yeah, them, I guess. Um, I'm, I uh, Most of these early games are so bad. <laughs> it is rough. If your best game for a Ken Palm is Memphis at Vanderbilt, and next is Kent State at Northern Kentucky, I can't help but feel that maybe we did something wrong. Didn't the Champions I mean, Classic used to be on, like, night one? What are we doing? Why is that's it, what I thought. Why is it on we, week two? Yeah, actually, screw week one. The, yeah. the slate shit. Let's talk about that. Okay? The slate shit. Why, I mean, yeah. why is the opening week... So ass. I guess because Friday. I Friday. There's to believe that we can't just put these by games later in the year. Yeah, uh, I just put them after. They the used to be. They and used to the... happen. What happened to the like twenty four hour marathon where I could I just know. be a lazy piece of dick and sit there on like a Saturday morning and watch basketball until my eyes bled? I don't know. Friday to that. me looks like it has the more interesting games. Um, the eleventh. Yeah, that... Eight plays Gonzaga in uh, the Armed Forces great game. First... Nova plays Temple in what I assume is going to be a mauling, but the Temple fans will make it as entertaining as possible by just being rowdy. Uh, SNU Dayton, it should be good. Oh, Backyard Brawl? Um, I hate to admit this, but the Liberty Alabama game will probably be somewhat entertaining, as awful as that sounds. Uh, Roll Tide. Mormons versus and... San Diego State. So, I mean, we're finally getting some good games, I guess. The first game on the schedule that I'm actively looking forward to is South Dakota State at Boise State, which is on Wednesday, November 9th. Oh, that's going to be a good one. It's uh, Boise State was, I guess, just, they, they just missed last year, and South Dakota State... That was a good mid-major. I, I, re- I really feel like South Dakota State should win the conference. I'm tired of Oral Roberts. Anyway, um, yes. that Friday slate is looking good to me, too. I One of those, the, the Michigan State-Gonzaga game, they're, they're doing the aircraft carrier again, which that has never gone oh, wrong. Boy. 
Um, no, never. Never. We've got some pretty good rivalry games already. We've got, obviously, Villanova Temple you brought up, Clemson, South Carolina, Florida State, UCF. Uh, Florida State does not like... I'm, I'm dating a Florida State grad, and they basically just look down on UCF. The game is in Orlando. I think UCF That's is... That's really awkward, because the Big 12 is about to be the better basketball conference. <laughs> fun fun oh, thing. Yeah. Um, every team that has ever been in the Power 5 has been ranked at one point or another... Except even, even Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska has made the tournaments. I mean, yeah, but you don't have to be ranked to make the tournament. That's fair. But once the once the Big Twelve expands to take, you know, Houston, Cincinnati, BYU, UCF. UCF's gonna be the only one that hasn't. They have no. They will be. They have also been ranked, but they have only been ranked oh. on five ballots ever. Oh, They've only oh. been ranked in five polls ever. Oh, so wow. that, is, that has to be by far the lowest number. It right? is. And in fairness, yeah. right, their their team used to be horrifically bad. So just being mediocre is actually a very big improvement for them. Yeah. So they're definitely going to be the worst. They're going to get mauled to death in the Big 12, honestly. It's going to be... If I, if they weren't such a big school, I would feel a little bit bad about it, but I think I'm going to get some level of like entertainment watching as 60,000K student body watch their basketball team just get treated like a punching bag day in and day out. Just like their football team was in the 0-12 year, and then they had the 12-0 yeah. natty year. That is totally legitimate. And It now... is a recognized selector, so help me God, don't make me come over to fucking Raleigh and find you. No, I mean, I, no, like... There have been far more egregious natural, national championship claims. I don't. I'm not saying U.S. Christ. I'm not saying UCF's claim is bad, but I am saying that like their whole entire no. sports fan base after that year became a lot more insufferable in and every look, sport. That is the Florida problem. All right. I, I after Florida State with with Jay, uh, famous Jameis, they were pretty rough to deal with. Florida fans are notoriously awful. And when Miami fans aren't coked out, they're actually pretty rough to deal with too. Should I, uh, should I, should I get, uh, should I get my uh, partner in here and you can uh, say that to her face? <laughs> I, I will say it to her face. I'm sure she'll agree. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Man. She, she probably oh, would God. agree that some of those famous Jameis fans were awful. Oh, she she one hundred percent would. Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. Any big, big, any any school that is big enough will have terrible fans. If you were like Ohio State has really shitty fans, I'd be like, yes, and I know some of them. So. The the other game that I'm looking forward to, and this is going to be next weekend, or I guess this weekend when this comes out, is North Texas versus St. Mary's. I think that's being played at St. Mary's. That's going to be so good. This Hopefully. is two teams yeah. that are. Basically projected to be right on the bubble, and St. Mary's is always well coached under Bennett. North Texas is, you know, on the way up. Probably, probably should have made it last year. Um, I, uh, I just really hope that um, it doesn't wind up like that one St. Mary's Colorado State game from a couple years ago, fifty-three thirty-three. <laughs> that was bad. I, I hate. I watched that whole thing. I, I like St. Mary's as a concept. I hate watching it. I hate watching it. It's so How do you ugly. think I feel? 
Yeah, yeah, you got to deal with it. I, I said, I'm like, oh, St. Mary's on. This might him. be a good game, and then I'll like watch he it for like five treat, minutes. He, and I, I go, am the, ah. I am the baby, and he takes the candy. It's that so, is St. Mary's basketball. It is it, miserable. Basketball terrorism is how I would describe it. Yes, accurate. my my mid major game to look out for is that Friday. It's that Belmont Furman game. That's gonna be fun. Yes, those are two teams that are 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 either near or picked to win their conference, and I think that is gonna be a good game. My uh my Buckeyes first non non buy game quote unquote that we play uh, San Diego State on November twenty first. So I have to wait like an entire another half a month to get a good game. Yeah, he's so such a minute. Wait, what? For High Point? No, 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 no. We play Wofford relatively soon, but we're going to yeah, okay, High Point. Okay. Not High Point Ohio oh, State. Ohio State. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah. what? I no, know Ohio you State. play and games. Super no, we're gonna we're gonna play Wofford. It'll be we all. I don't know why we play Wofford relatively close because we should lose by a lot more. But if we play them close again and lose again, I'm gonna be annoyed because it's like, can you just get blown out and like let me get on with my life, please? Here's a last fun question. Please. Do we think there are going to be any teams that go winless this year? Hartford. That would be uh, against D1. Against D1, I would say Hartford. Yeah, yeah with the specification of solely against Division One competition. I, I my best bet would be Hartford. As depressing as that yeah. sounds. Yeah. Like, let's say you have to pick one. You think Hartford, it's going to be Hartford, or maybe like a, a Lindenwood, maybe. I don't think Lindenwood's gonna go on. I don't think Lindenwood's gonna go winless. I the OVC is so bad. That's the yeah. Thing. I guess that's a good point. See, the thing I was is gonna like, say Stonehill, but in my mind, I'm going. Well, the NEC is so shit. All of the bad teams, by and large, play in bad conferences, and yeah, the the that's two teams that are independents are playing a bunch of other bad teams from bad conferences. So. It's I really think it's gotta be, be very sorry. difficult to go winless in D1 this year. It's gotta yeah. be a perfect. My stand. eyes. My eyes kind of landed on um, Hampton up in the CAA because they you are. Know what? Up, yeah. They deserve it. Because really, I think their best chance is going to be they're projected to win twice uh, at home against Stony Brook and William and Mary. Honestly, but only the William and Mary game. Both of those are basically toss ups. Yeah. I am skeptical. And so they were kind of the first team my eyes traveled to. I think Ui Pui might be in trouble this year, but I'm really hoping that they're not. I mean, Maine's um, always an outside shot to, to being extra suckage. Yeah. Them too. Yeah. Let me coach Maine. Let me do it. <laughs> that That's what this podcast was actually started for, ladies and gentlemen, is it, to get Depp's name into the national consciousness, and then he's going to try to Finally. We've established the purpose. We're I think another, another sneaky pick, and this is actually two picks in one, are uh, both Idaho schools – like the Idaho and Idaho That's State. That's a really good shout, um, yes. The Big Sky is really strong at the top and really weak at the bottom. And the bottom are those two Idaho teams, Idaho and Idaho State. Um, they play each other twice. Um, I'm looking on Kempom right now, and each team is projected to win their home game and lose every other game on their entire schedule. So if nice. one of those teams goes 0-2 against the other, could be winless. Uh, Lamar... Is a, is also a potentiality. Um, mm-hmm. Do we think so? Mississippi Valley State is projected to win one against Arkansas Pine Bluff. They usually pull one out. They're usually one of the last ones to get one. 
but they usually do it. Do we think they're going to continue that trend this year? Do you think they'll yeah, I think it'll win be the one of the swag? Mississippi Definitely. Valley State will win one game at least. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy the few who plays zero D one schools. I do enjoy seeing them on our friend Joey Luce's uh, winless bra- uh, maps. Yes. Shout our dear Joey. friend, yes. Uh, Man. Do we, think any teams, teams. do we think any teams are going undefeated? No. No. I, I wish. I think it'd be really cool to get like an outside run, kind of like, I would love to get a team like a St. Joe's, a random mid-major that just drains it together perfectly. But I think it's so hard because... Yeah. Nowadays, everyone's so tied to net and the metric side of things, and they know that you have to schedule well to win games. And so inherently, you have a more competitive scene. If someone pulls it off, I'd love to see it happen. I think maybe there's an outside shot with a few mid-majors. Like, I'd love to see like a San Diego State just run the table. You know, I think that'd be sick. But they also play BYU, Stanford, Ohio State, St. Mary's. And, and, and the Mountain West is is a gauntlet. It's not as easy as it looked, but they are projected to win every single game. So, again, could it happen? I hope so. I don't know if it will, but they'd probably be my bet, just because I think they hit that sweet spot of... Van Gonzaga hit the if, sweet spot yeah, of... I was say, if, if I had to pick a team as much as you might hate it, 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 it would be Gonzaga. Like Gonzaga, they, think was, they, they play a good amount of... Like, they play Kentucky, don't Texas, they? Texas, Kentucky. They play Texas. Ken, yeah. Texas and Kentucky, Baylor, Alabama. Uh, I, no, I know, but if they can get through that, their conference schedule is. Oh as yeah, much, like if they. If as they much make as it I hate to be the guy, you know, because like no. literally every Twitter mouth breather comes. Up, well, they don't play to win a conference. Yeah, we get it. All right, their conference isn't as good as the ACC, but they they do schedule tough out of conference for that reason. So, <laughs> St. Mary's. So I am looking currently at the. The strength of schedule ratings on Bart Torvik, because Ken Palm doesn't really have that out yet because no games have been played. And I'm looking at the teams at the very bottom, so they have the easiest projected schedules, and basically without exception, all of them are just bad. Like the worst teams are playing the worst schedules because they're playing in the worst conferences. Um, there are a few exceptions of teams that are playing at the tops of their conferences that have easier schedules um the first one that comes to mind is uh umass lowell um they're basically the only non-con game that is supposed to be remotely hard for them is like wreckers all of them else are either like toss-ups or they're projected to win easily and then they're also projected second in their conference so they'd have to win at vermont but i guess in they can do that in a weird world it's possible yeah, I just think forty zero is so hard too. Because I mean, you got to oh, remember, the undefeated. You you said undefeated. I'm assuming. You mean I mean, I was talking undefeated regular season. Oh, uh, okay. If, okay. If you're okay. Talking I was operating 40. on the on the full forty, which is why I picked Gonzaga. Because there was like no way that like fucking. Oh my god, the full forty is going. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. That's not happening. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I mean, I guess I guess maybe Houston then I guess could do a, a perfect regular season. They would be. A, a decent enough chance because Cincinnati's kind of down. Obviously, you've got Memphis, but I you got to remember I don't respect Memphis. Um, what's the word? Oh, at all, which is two words, but whatever. Uh, so I would say 
they would probably be my next best. And I mean, they play Oregon, which is tough, and then they play basketball terrorists, St. Mary's, um, and then Alabama. But otherwise, their non-con isn't super hot. So, oh, they got Virginia. I almost forgot that. That that would probably okay. Well, never mind. Ignore that. <laughs> they're playing basketball terrorism, and then they're following that up with a game at Virginia. I'm an idiot. I'll give you another sleeper pick that will never ever happen because they play in the best basketball conference in the country, but they might Big be West. the last team undefeated because their non-con is just really really bad. Sounds like an NC State kind of thing. Obviously not that, but it sounds like an NC State kind of schedule then. Uh, TCU. Oh, here okay, is yeah. here is TCU's non-con schedule. Oh Jesus! All of, oh, all of oh, these, Jesus. all of these are at home or on a neutral oh, site. Arkansas Pine Bluff, Lamar, Northwestern State, ULM, and then they're at the Emerald Coast Classic, and they play California first, and then they play the winner of Clemson TCU or no Christ Clemson Iowa, um, Providence Jackson State, neutral SMU, Mississippi Valley State, neutral Utah, Central Arkansas. They should be favored to win all of those by double digits, I think. Um, that is ugly. They don't ugly. play. They don't play a road game until twenty twenty three. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's an outside shot. They might be one of the last ones. In fairness. Last so. team undefeated is another fun game to play. The yeah, the team yes. that takes all the land on Joey Luce's mat. Yeah, that one. Oh man, that one. That one's tough because then you gotta you gotta go through everyone's. Yeah. You gotta pick a good enough team. You gotta go through the non-con, see who might knock each other out, and then you can that whole thing can get thrown off by like one of your big games going the wrong way. Yep. Which is why it's gonna be Gonzaga, and Depp is gonna hate life. <laughs> uh, I mean, I expect it every year. At this point, I would just appreciate if we stop the streak aging with me, because it gives me the unnerving sense that I am going to die and then streak well with me, and that. I am not comfortable with. So, well, how would if you, we could work on... There's no comfort in, in death. There's no discomfort in death. You could no, die and the streak fair. would go on without you and you'd be none the wiser. It's true. But I would like to see it end before then. Just me, for said comfort's sake. Me too. Let me go out on top, you know? Watch College Hoop Highway oh. 2. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, well... Promo. I think that is probably, we're almost at two-ish hours. We're up so on two hours, yeah. Let's cut it off before Eli's partner <laughs> decides to rip Depp and I's head off um, for taking taking their man for so long. She would never. Um, <laughs> I, I think what they really want to do is they want to stream, which is more important, but which I yeah, fully understand. So No, no, do not get in the way of a, of a competitive Pokemon player and, and playing their game. Good God. <laughs> Uh, so yes, that'd be fun. So why don't we we wrap it up, uh, Eli? Anything cool and fun in the pipeline for you? Yeah. Um, so at the Substack, all three of us contribute to the lowmajor.substack.com, or also really even just the lowmajor.com because we have that domain. Cool. Um, this comes out on Monday, right? In theory. That's the hope. Okay, yes. so by then, I will have already started this, and you can go check out the first installment, but between opening day, November 7th, and I guess November 6th, 2023, every day for the next year, because there are almost 365 Division One institutions, and by this time next year, there probably will be 365, 
I have decided to go through alphabetically every single Division I school and do a short to medium-ish blurb on how they got their nickname and mascot. And I'm going to go oh. in alphabetical order, starting with Abilene Christian, which is first, and that should be up by the time you're listening to this. And subscribe to The Low Major for one of those every day for the next year, because I am unemployed and bored. Yeah, I was about to say, from a fellow fun employed person, you need a job bad. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. That sounds pretty great. Can't lie. But that being said, Eli, where can we find you on social media? I am at Well It's Eli on Twitter. And hell, follow follow my girlfriend on Twitch at Broadway VGC. Now that Look is at the that. Get that the, is the promos in. We love that. That is a supportive partner we stand. Um, what a sense. Awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm All right, so Rhett, you, Rhett, you go ahead next. Uh, yes. What read, do you got in the docket? Um, you can, I more of these, because he said we all contribute, and that might be a lie. Um, I just do this. You contribute? I wrote one article. Oh, you do this. It was hey, a good article. Um, one is more than zero. I appreciate that you think it was a good article. Um, you can find me on Twitter at De- DeppPeterson61, uh, mostly because that's where all the angry messages need to go. <laughs> um, if I disrespect your team, I don't feel bad, and you deserve it. So I hope you have a good basketball season, and I hope all your teams do well, except for you, Mal. Fuck Oklahoma State. Give them back. I want my player back. God damn it. I'm not Mal, mad. the rest of us love you. I'm so mad. I'm so Rest fucking just mad. Angry. Ohio State I'm very is a angry. player from Oklahoma State. You got Ice Likely. I don't care. <laughs> In any case, uh, guess that leaves me. Uh, you can always find me at depeterson61 on Twitter. That's actually my account, not Rhett's, but he wants the anger to go to me. Go ahead and send it my way. We always do appreciate feedback on our episodes. You can find me as well contributing to the low major. I've got a sheet project. Uh, a tracker basically for every Division One game that will go up hopefully tomorrow and will be available by the time you're listening to this. Um, additionally, I'm going to be writing content throughout the season, covering college basketball, covering the World Cup, covering all sorts. Um, you know, we're, we are, as always, incredibly grateful for the support. It means the world that we can try and make this our thing. And all of you who would tag along and make this part and are part of our journey y'all rock uh so we really appreciate it thank you all for listening um i guess i'll walk us through one more time it was eli at well it's eli it was rhett keeps a social secret and i'm david at de peterson 61 on twitter you can find us at the low major on twitter at the low or at the low major.substack.com uh, feel free to subscribe there feel free to keep on following us keep on supporting I think that's about everything for you. So oh, thank you all for listening. Yes, we will be on Spotify. Thank you for catching that. Coming soon to Spotify. So we'll let you know how that goes. But Sky, you my road, always, go Gophers. <laughs> we'll leave it with that. Thank you all. Have a wonderful evening and a wonderful night. Bye.